Communication Air. Welcome to episode 28 of the Communication Air podcast. I don't say the whole long thing that Cheesy says every week, but this is the <laughs> Community Patch Notes episode of What is a Cozy Game? And we have a very special guest for this because they are the experts in cozy games, I think. Well, welcome, Lockleth. Uh, how's... <laughs> you seem so sure of yourself. <laughs> well, Cheesy told me that you were, so that's what I'm going with. I mean, I don't even feel like I am, so sure. Really? Why Why do you know. say that? I don't know, because I feel like cozy is such a new term for this, or at least in um, this space. So it's just, I don't know. There are some that are doing it more and like doing it better, if that makes sense, more aesthetic than I am. Yes, I have all these Squishmallows, but I don't have an aesthetic. It's just... It's just vibes. That's a, that's so that's an aesthetic, right there. Squishmallows is an like. Is it? Yeah. Seems like a hindrance. Like they're gonna collapse <laughs> on top of me at some point. <laughs> do they come now? Do they come alive? It does kind of look like that. Yeah. That would be terrifying, especially the ones that have the white with the like pupil in the middle. Like that would. If Avery was standing over my bed at night, I would be terrified. <laughs> what's What's your rarest one? I don't know. I don't really pay much attention to the ones that I buy. It's just like, is it cute? Cool. I think <laughs> some of the hot commodity ones are probably like the Avery's, and then you can't see them. They're out of frame, but all my Bigfoot Squishmallows are up here. So I think so, popularity those ones are. So for you, is it like you know which ones you want to buy, or is it you're out in the wild and you see a Squishmallow and you just buy it? If I made a list, Cheesy, I would spend all of my money all the time. So I don't do that. They call them um, Dysos or Isos, so desperately in search of or in search of. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't make those types of lists because then I would just, I already spend, clearly, I've already spent too much money on these. I don't need to spend more money by making lists. So it's really, <laughs> what do I see out in the wild that I think is cute? And I'm just like, sure. Well, real quick, before we get into the topic at hand and server mm. maintenance, um, do you want to talk about what you did this week with uh, Extra Life? Yes and, yes. and just like everything that you went through, because it was a whole 24-hour thing, right? Yeah. And I was not there in person, but I was there in spirit. I'm just kidding. I was there in the chat um, the entire time, and I was helping on like the back end, like keeping track of like who the winners were and what they won. So kind of the notes person in a way for the team. Mm -hmm. But I was awake for most of the 24 hours that they did for Extra Life this past weekend. Um, it was wild to see. Like I was more involved this year than last year because last year I had just, Beth and I both had just joined. Mm -hmm. And so we both were doing it from home, but more so just kind of there they did a lot more planning and things this year than they did last year. So Beth did like a whole, he made, he, he scripted an entire D and D playthrough that Sean and Amanda and uh, Seth's wife were involved in. So that's one of the podcasts. I think it's one of the Patreon patron podcasts as well. Um, so like there was a lot more involved in planning this year than last year. But we raised over, I think, $8,600 of our $10,000 goal That's so incredible. far. That is incredible. Yeah. That is I incredible. think we can still raise more. I think last year we had till the end of the year. I don't know if that's still the case. But we can still raise money even though the streamathon, I guess, is over. Mm -hmm. um, but it was so much fun to just be even on this side of things to chat with everyone to make sure we're sharing our links and even i did a little bit of the social media too during the day because i was awake during some of those hours mm -hmm. um so yeah it was very interesting to kind of be more involved with it this year but it was so much fun i obviously had all the fomo but um <laughs> so maybe next year we'll see but it was it was exciting there was a lot of energy involved with it and we just have such a, a great community and like 
even partnered with like other groups like Save the Game Media who were also doing, we were all under the same umbrella. We each had our own fundraisers going on, but we were all under the Phoenix Overdrive like umbrella. So it's nice to like all like have a hand in it at some point or in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, but Carpool had uh, the 8600 all on our all on our little own, <laughs> which that's, is that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. Do you mind real quick just saying what Extra Life is for our listeners and if, if they want to donate where they can? Yeah, yeah. So, oh my gosh, you had to ask me how I on the spot. Hang on, let me pull up the actual <laughs> website. Good or job. I will get it wrong. Cheesy. <laughs> so it's like extralife.org um, slash, I think, participant slash phoenix overdrive slash carpool gaming live I'm we'll add sure. the link in the show it'll be in the notes but it's with extra life and it's all through um it's all part of the children's miracle network hospitals or the stolery hospitals and so we raised money for that we did ours on behalf of uh the miles family in fact i'm looking at our our updated amount right now and we're at $9,396. Nice. Oh, wow. Is that right? That's no, very no, 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 no. 86,000. 8,600, sorry. 8,600. 8,643. So we are just a little bit over than the last time I saw it. Our next milestone was at 9,300. So I got confused. Is that when <laughs> uh, Sean has to change his name to Jar Jar Binks or something? Is that what that goal is? I think that is... That's the last goal. So if we reach $10,000, yes, Sean Capri has to change his Twitter name or X name to Sean Jar Jar Banks Capri for six months. That Oh, God, we've got to get it there. Yeah, we got to get it there. We got to get it there. So and everybody we, listening, I know, we ha- yeah. I know we have a lot of uh, crossover Shy Guys out there. Thanks, Shy Guy. And uh, we, we do have a lot of crossover with the Carpool Gaming community. And uh, they're doing, you're doing great stuff over there. And we had we had we had Seth on. He was one of our first guests. So, oh, on this show, yeah, on yeah, this show, I man. started listening to that the other day. That episode, I forget what we were talking about. I don't <laughs> know. Nostalgia? Was that nostalgia? Was that nostalgia? That was somebody else. That, yeah, I don't remember. Oh, but anyway, I just yeah think think it's incredible what you all have done, and like you definitely have made a lot of people's holiday and year probably and it's it's i don't know there's not really any kind of words to describe what you guys have done for the commun- gaming community but also just those who are in need mm-hmm. yeah it's really and special it's, it was all uh on behalf of the um miles who's uh marcus and uh lindsey o'neill and their son miles Mm-hmm. who's always struggled with uh, issues, has to have several surgeries and always has to go in and always has had, you know, medical issues. And so he's always, he's always gone through a lot, but with a smile on his face from what Marcus has always told us and what we see in pictures. And he's just the cutest little boy. And we just wanted to do it on behalf of him for the second year in a row. So it's, it's nice to do that and always keep that in mind too, that it's for the kids at the end of the day. Yeah, that's beautiful. So if any of you that are listening want to donate, we'll put it in our show notes. Uh, there will be a link. and uh, a proper link. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure out what it is. And uh, you'll be able to donate there. But Johnny, you want to move on to server maintenance? Sure. Uh, so make sure, as always, leave five-star reviews on Apple and Spotify. I don't think we got any new ones. But I think you said Scrubisius. Gave us a review on Discord. Yeah, well, so it's a he sent it to me through Discord, um, but it was on Apple on July 26th, and I looked to see if we missed it, um, and we didn't miss it. It just didn't come through. So I don't know what happened there, but uh, Scrubicia said, Communication error with Cheesy and John Ebo is an absolute delight for any Nintendo enthusiast, but its appeal reaches far beyond that. The host's fun and entertaining banter... Uh, coupled with their somewhat uh, contrary discussions, keep the episodes engaging and enjoyable throughout. While its primary focus is on Nintendo enthusiasts, the subjects covered are diverse enough to cater to gamers in general. As a devoted listener, I find this podcast to be a top-notch choice for my daily commute, as it keeps me thoroughly entertained and informed about all things gaming. 
One standout feature is their follow-up episodes for each topic, which provides valuable insights and further exploration of the subjects discussed. However, my only critique is that it would be fantastic if the host considered involving the audience more actively by bringing them uh, bringing them live on the show during the follow-up episodes. This would offer a chance for real listeners of the show to share their valid opinions and create a more interactive and inclusive experience. Nevertheless, communication error remains as an exceptional podcast that any gaming enthusiast should tune into for engaging discussions and enjoyable listening experience. So thank you so much for that five-star review, Scrubicius. Uh, I think sorry. it's because uh, it was like a novel and Apple might not <laughs> allow a novel. <laughs> is that is that true? Yeah. And, you know, only five, uh, four months late, that's fine. We'll we'll take that critique into, into consideration and <laughs> try to get the audience involved more. Uh, yeah. We did have like some, we did have some good conversations and stuff going on in the discord this week. So make sure yeah. you, you uh, join the discord. That's in, that's in the show note. That's in the show notes as well. Follow us on all, all our socials and uh, oh, check out the Patreon. Thanks jailer, Mikey and Jeff for your continued support. But Let's get into the topic at hand. What is a cozy game? Lockleth. Well, actually, no, wait, sorry. I always forget the initial thing. I asked the guest. I got to ask the guest every single time. <laughs> we were told that you probably don't care about this, but you got to ask anyway. Super Mario World or Super Mario Bros. 3? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um. I don't know. I guess I'll just pick one. I guess Super Mario World. No, you picked the wrong one. Great choice. No, you you picked the right one. Is that because like you just haven't played them? Uh, If if any, it was a smidge that uh, of a time of of, that's long forgotten. Like it's so long ago, or I haven't played it. Like I couldn't even tell you otherwise. Yeah. There's been so many different Mario games, and that's not something that I always play when the newest one comes out. Mm-hmm. Wonder is one that's on my list. I just uh, don't have the funds to, to buy it right now, clearly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Pointing at all your um, squishmallows. Yeah, all my squish. But um, Priorities. Yeah, exactly. But like, <laughs> but like Mario RPG, I'm probably not going to get that one, but Super Mario Wonder. Mm-hmm. Like I will probably get that one. So like I pick and choose which ones. I want yeah, to, it is. I want it is play. a fantastic game. I enjoyed mm-hmm. it. Uh, I just wish there was more. Yeah. So you're. I heard you're like squeezing every ounce of content out of. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah. I'm making a invisibility. I need to continue my invisibility run. And then I tried the flower thing. The do it without a wonder flower, but it's literally impossible. It? It's. Okay. Impossible. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh. I don't know if I should even put that video out. Well, you should. Yeah. Yeah. You made it. It's like, it's impossible. (laughs) Just be like, I can't do it. But here you go. (laughs) Yeah, so that that game's really fun. And uh, it's definitely worth checking out, especially if you like Mario games. Yeah. But It just looks more cutesy. I think that's why, too, for me. Like, the music and all that looks nicer. The animations (laughs) are amazing like mm-hmm. the the music well i guess the music and like the the rhythm levels is really good and then like the animations of the characters it's very charming it's a very charming game oh yeah speaking of charming games maybe cozy games go along with that but in your own words what do you think a cozy game is well because so- you also listened to the episode before and we want to hear all the notes that you have. I did. I did. I took notes. Um, I listened to all 53 minutes of the episode. Um, and I think, you know, even though it was more generalized, I think kind of I subscribed to what Johnny said with the Google that you put out there, which was uh, it's it's kind of it kind of it kind of encompasses farming sims, puzzle games, uh, stuff that doesn't maybe has more of a story that you follow along. Maybe you, maybe it's um, choice driven, but there's no like battles. There's no like real detriment. Like you can choose options to the story that Im- impacts the story, but it's not 
gonna be super terrible at the end if you don't pick the right options like it's mm. kind of light storytelling in a way um but it's all it's all vibes it's just it's all of a comfort thing and that's kind of why i have like two lists of games like a my my tier one list i call it is games you would more so call cozy and then my tier two is is more so i call it cozy but there is like combat in some of these or there is more darker theming in some of these um maybe it's a longer game like so so many hours versus mm -hmm. something that's shorter that might be more cozy because it's i don't know it's 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 very widespread and it is more of a feeling like y'all said versus a true genre because it's really at the end of the day it's is it something that doesn't stress you out too much because that's kind of where my gauge is some of these games will stress me out <laughs> like <laughs> i mean in farming sims like sometimes your plants die and that could be a little stressful <laughs> right um uh, or, well now we need to now we need to know what are your what are your tier one games well top of the list for me um is animal crossing new horizons and that is because and i counted across my three switches that i've played it on um, this is why I have three switches, by the way, because you can only have one island per switch. Oh. Yeah, and I'm one of these wild people that decorates a full island, resets, and starts over. So mm -hmm. sometimes I'll have two islands going at the same time. <laughs> um, Jesus, and so it's nice to have sorry. three switches, so you can kind of switch between the, the different ones. So do you and have so three, like, developed islands? Uh, I have two fully developed right now. One's going to be reset soon because I finished it and I'm done with that project. One of them, I'm still moving items over to my other island because the island that I'm going to keep forever, my forever island, as I call it, and some this is a more um, recent thing that's happened in the Animal Crossing community, that people are creating an island that they'll keep forever. Because a lot mm. of us, we design it fully, then we reset, and then we start mm -hmm. again. But we never have kept a island to do dailies, to 100% it. Like, I've never fully finished a museum, so that's mm. going to be something I'm going to work towards. I finished the fossils, but not fish, not bugs. That's something that I can work towards and fully finish. There's so many nook miles you can earn. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of grinding, essentially. I feel like cozy gaming and grinding kind of go hand-in-hand in, hand in that regard. Now, I think you commented on the time traveling. <laughs> do you time travel in Animal Crossing? Oh, of course. <laughs> of course, 100%. I did it when I first started. So 2020, I probably didn't um, for that whole year. And then, you know, you do it once and then, you know, all hell breaks loose. <laughs> you might as well continue. I can't finish my islands as quickly as I do uh, without doing that. So exactly. exactly. I can't imagine managing three islands, not time traveling. It is a task, and I totaled up the hours spent across three switches, and it's about 2,500 hours. Oh, my goodness. Ow. You definitely got so, your money's worth out of that. <laughs> <laughs> I've spent, uh, I've probably bought the game twice, because one of them, two of the uh, switches share a cartridge. So that's my one workaround. They're, uh, they're on two different Nintendo accounts, so they are still still two separate islands but they can't visit each other because I can't have the same cartridge in both switches, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So I've only bought the game twice, but yes, I have almost 2,500 hours. Why did they design it that way? I don't understand why they designed it the way they did. I don't know. It's Sean Capri's like biggest <laughs> qualm with it. And, it, and it is such a big issue that I feel like needs to be rectified. They've put out other games, you know, AAA games, whatever, that don't have it set up that way. You can have multiple saves. So I don't know why you can't have multiple islands. Just and it's not I feel even, like it. It's not even per profile, right? Because it's one island per switch. Like if you yeah. have a profile on that switch, you have to use that island. Exactly. So if you have other family members that share all one switch, they all have to be on the same island. So they can't have their own separate, which makes no sense to me. Does it upset you that there has been more content for Pocket Camp than New Horizons? Cheesy. Oh, <laughs> yes and no. I oh. understand why 
because of the micro tra- micro transactions. Like I played a little bit of Pocket Camp, mm-hmm. um, but me and me knowing myself well enough, I don't have the capability to not spend money on something like that. Like Fall Guys <laughs> has already gotten several of my coin from mm-hmm. the skins that I, you know, I, I needed Pusheen as my outfit. Okay, I had to have mm-hmm. it. So I, I understand. Something like, I get it. <laughs> something like Pocket Camp where that is such a big factor in keeping it running. Because if they didn't have that, if they didn't push out so much content all the time where it forces people to basically buy it because who has the time to mm-hmm. earn it? Um, you have to, you know, one way or another, buy it, this item if you want it because they push out content so often. So, and that's what keeps the app running. Yes, it's free, but that is really where they're making their money. So, yeah, I can be upset that they're spending all their time over here. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I am completely fine with the content that they did release on Animal Crossing. And I'm just hopeful that they have some learnings for the next rendition. So, well, okay, I've so you over have. It. <laughs> that's amazing because I don't think I have. Like, I love Animal Crossing, but a lot of it for me was things that were already in New Leaf that it's like, why didn't you just bring all of that into New Horizons at launch and then surprise us? Because, like, I'm sorry, having Brewster as a as a, a character that is unlocked later in the life cycle of uh, of New Horizons, that's disappointing for one. Too like mm-hmm. I get that they're trying to get people excited because like hey it's Brewster you know he's been missing so here he is but it's like no Brewster has been in every single game since the beginning why wasn't he there in the first place? They almost made New Horizons a different model obviously a different model from Pocket Camp Pocket Camp is new 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 all the time New Horizons they wanted things to be slower so they released things gradually. I think what they did wrong was releasing the 2.0 update and all of those things all at once because that's where people got everything they needed and then they stopped playing it. I'm still playing it because I'm still enjoying it. I'm still finding new designs of an island. I already have a fully-fledged another island I wanted to design next, which is why I'm excited to reset another island. That's just how I am because I like the design aspect of it. But the idea that I think Nintendo had for it was slow spurts. Yes, you've seen this before, but you you got to imagine there's um, so many more people got their hands on a Switch, got their hands on New Horizons because of the pandemonium that occurred, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to say the least. Um, more women and more people that don't game purchased a switch because of animal crossing and that whole moment of time of all of us being home like everything had to align just so mm-hmm. for the switch to have as many sales as it did for more people that don't necessarily game are now gaming which is why i think cozy gaming is a larger thing and is an actual solidified thing now and has like a more defined term that people like me who aren't really into shooter games have mm-hmm. like a place to sit because we didn't really know where we fit and now we kind of fit in a place. And I think having the advantage of New Horizons coming out when it did and us all wanting one island, maybe several, so we bought several Switches, mm-hmm. um, there's more females and more of us that are wanting to play games now, which did not care about it before. And... Um, I think because of that reason, they also probably wanted it to be slow release too. And I think they released the 2.0 all at once the way they did because maybe they just had another project they had to work on. So they just gave it all to us. Or maybe they were tired of hearing the complaining that we weren't getting enough. Like, I don't know. Who knows what Nintendo's thinking? None of us will ever know. (laughs) It's true. And anytime we think we know, it's... Zag the other way, right? We don't know. We have no yeah. idea. These so are all w- just wild thoughts I've had. <laughs> I was uh, rustling around behind me because I, I thought of something. And I thought, you know, in 
an alternate reality or or if if this game came out now instead of when it did i think it would oh, be no. considered a cozy game and it would have been but better would it be rece- good? received animal crossing amiibo festival we need justice for animal crossing amiibo festival yikes do we <laughs> <laughs> i, I don't never even know played why. it I, I never played Amiibo Festival. Uh, I, ne- I didn't. I don't have a Wii U. I have a Wii, but not the Wii U. So I never played that. But I think you're right. I think if that was released now, because of how many cozy gamers are out there, I think more people would probably buy it. <laughs> yeah, Justice for Amiibo Festival. I don't. I don't think I ever played it. I'm pretty sure I bought this for like five bucks just to get the the uh, Isabel and Dig- Digby. 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 Yeah. Amiibo. Yep. So. Yeah, rip, rip Amiibo Festival. So I do want to hear the rest of your list, but yeah. real quick, where do you think that Animal Crossing will go on the next console? Like, do you think that they have it all figured out now that knowing how big Animal Crossing is and and how much they sold, that it, one, will they be able to recapture those players because of the pandemic or will it just continue to grow? I think I think they've already captured us. Like they've they've gotten us now and mm-hmm. us girlies who are super fans of Animal Crossing now are going to buy the next one regardless. Um I'm hopeful that they've learned something, but Nintendo always does what they do kind of I don't know. I, they they always just do what they want to do. Mm-hmm. And they always kind of take it back to more of a it being more family related. So I understand, like, yes, a lot of us, including myself, do miss the spicy dialogue from the villagers, <laughs> yeah. traumatizing us. You know, Rossetti telling, yelling at us I'm... for not for like resetting. Like, I understand, yep. and I miss it too. But they're. Yeah. The, the, well, the internet like, will find a way. The internet will find a way. We had the whole Anka thing. Yeah. So <laughs> don't don't kids search do up Anka Animal though. Crossing, please. Kids do play it, though. And that's the other thing, too, is Nintendo wants to keep it where it's also kid-friendly, especially now. Um, and so I think that's why they did away with that. I'm hoping that they would bring that back, but mm-hmm. I don't think that's going to be the case as much as I wish for more more dialogue like they they yeah. really are a dull they're all there's different personalities yes but once you've read through all their dialogue there's really not much left mm-hmm. so like that's where designing is more my thing um where i hope that they expand upon what new horizons is right now is bring us back to the town maybe an island is an addition to that kind of like what mm. New Leaf. Was it New Leaf or was it the original Animal Crossing? I can't even remember now. I think it might have been the original Animal Crossing that um, if you have, um, is it a Game Boy Advance? And you have an island that you can visit and there's usually one villager there and you can. that's how you can get coconuts and other things too. Like they've done it before where you've had a town and you visit an island. I think they need to bring that to the next one give us more spaces to design, give us more, I don't know, design options for the stores. Like you can't do anything with them. You can just move them. You can't pick the theming around them to make them match your island. You can't even move resident services unless you have a spicy switch. So (laughs) (laughs) there are things that they could improve upon that at least on the design aspect that a lot of us miss. But if they had a town, they could add more shops, add more, a little bit more heart to it that it doesn't currently have. Like what they did with making the DLC Happy Home mm-hmm. Paradise be a part of your island, like what you earn there also impacts your island was great. Like I love that. Like Happy Home Designer was my favorite, even more so than New Leaf, was my favorite DS game. Because I played New Leaf but the Happy Home Designer was more of my favorite. So I like that they did something similar, but made it actually impact and help what you do on your island. Because then it seems like, oh man, there's even more to do. There's more expansion here. And I think they need to do even more of that for the next one. 
but will they? I don't know. Who knows? We'll see. Nintendo does what they do. Yeah. So what what's on the rest of your list? So I feel like I have to mention Stardew Valley because that's another big cozy gamer staple. Mm-hmm. I have not gotten past day 14 on Stardew, <laughs> and I always end up resetting again and starting again. That's not that um, long, right? Day 14 is no. not that. No, that's like still in spring. I haven't even gotten <laughs> out of spring yet. <laughs> I never I want to reach fall because that's like the best season. Uh, I feel like I have to mention Stardew. A lot of the top ones that I put here are definitely more farming related. I understand that actual farming is stressful. We're going to make that game. We're going to make that game. See? But we are not (laughs) physically doing the activity, and that's what makes it cozy. Like, there's no actual sweat on my brow. There's no, like, muscles being, like, you know, pushed past their limit. Like, no. There's none of that Uh in all of the cute cows and sheep and (laughs) managing the farm. Yeah, I guess you don't have to physically, like, you don't have to actually milk the cow. There's no like mini games to milk the cow. I think you just like. I have a uh, story of Seasons of Wonderful Life. You do milk the cow in that game. Hmm. So there is some. You can shear the sheep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So I drew B. It's, it's cozy for me in a game, but maybe <laughs> not IRO. Well, just because you brought up Story of Seasons, uh, we got Logan on YouTube that said, Harvest Moon 64 is the best. The pacing, the music, it's a vibe. My wife and I have put probably 500 plus hours into Stardew Valley. A short hike is a good one. Firewatch, Mm -hmm. I think, is mostly a story, so uh, it could be cozy. Even Minecraft could be one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Minecraft, definitely, especially... um, I don't know. The Slenderman? you You can... You can turn off monsters and just do creative mode and just build. You don't have to create the blocks yourselves. Like, there's so much you can do in Minecraft. I've seen such beautiful, like, log houses that people have made with, like, cherry blossom trees, like, built along the sides. Like, it's so pretty what people can do in Minecraft if you, like, really try. I've never done it myself. Um, But Minecraft, I didn't even think about that one. That would probably be one, too. Um... Cozy Grove was another one. Mm, mm-hmm. It's on sale right now. I don't know what it's it is, great, but I know it's, it's a on great sale. game. It's a great game. It's um, it's kind of fetch questy. You're kind of having to search for like things, but you unlock um and help out these little like ghost bears. I guess each of them's a bear, but they're kind of related to something else. Like one will be like a bear tree. Like he looks like he's made of wood, and he's got like little leaves that come out of his head. Like, they're all cute little bears, and it's very cozy, and you, like, unlock more of the world. Like, it starts off very grayscale, and as you unlock new things, the the world starts getting more colored. And that's every day. Like, as you do things, more of the color comes back. And um, that's, a, that's a game that you can play, and I would actually advise don't time travel. Like, I think it actually breaks the game if you do. So that's, like, a nice daily game that you can play to kind of wind down. Um, I've never time travel in it, but I heard, I heard it breaks the game. So when I'm, when I was playing Animal Crossing, it was very difficult to do that in Cozy Grove at the same time. Cause I had to make sure I went back to real time and then remembered where I was at in Animal Crossing, go back and then play. The- <laughs> I had to have constant notes of what day and time I was on for Animal Crossing. It was a struggle. That doesn't seem too cozy. Uh, that's the anti cozy. It's, it's not, it's, it's cozy if you have like something like Notion. Like I use Notion for all of my organization and notes. That's where I'm reading all of my mm. lists off of. And I can access it from my phone. So it's like super easy and chill. It's chill. Okay. <laughs> uh, Fay Farm is yep. another good one. That one came out this year. That's a newer one back in September. I'm trying to Blue get my Blitz. partner to play it. I bought it and she you has not it? played it yet. I either, have you either, played it? I have not played it. No. I gave her one of my six switches to play it on. And she has not done it yet. Bay Farm is fun. And the the soundtrack, a lot of these have to do with, usually have good soundtracks as well. Fay Farm is a really good soundtrack. Cozy Grove is too. Ooblets is another one. That's that one's fun. That's like a dance. I love the, it's like yeah. dance battles. It's dance battles and it's also like cards. Like you're using cards to like, um, to do the moves. Like it's all card based. Um, Another farming sim. 
Yeah, it's also farming. You're growing ooblets to have more to your team and you're growing crops and things. Everything has a silly name. All the characters move kind of funny and it's just so cute. <laughs> it's kind of like Pokemon too. Yeah, I actually had Pokemon on my list, but more so uh, Legends Arceus. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, the music in that game is really great. Except for the um, final battle. Oh, <laughs> that is not easy. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it doesn't have to be easy for it to be cozy. Okay. 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 I'm learning something. I I don't know. There's mm -hmm. a lot of mixed messaging in here. I would call that one more of a tier two, like Pokemon. Like there is a little bit of battling, um, not necessarily in the way of, I don't know, like hurting anything. Like they, they faint. Okay. <laughs> um, but there is a little bit of. Ooh, wipe the sweat off my brow type of thing. A lot of mm -hmm. the ones I have in my tier one, I would say, are not that way. Uh, a short hike I did have on my list. Great game. Some good. There's also, like, good, like, co-op ones, like Blanc, I would call, is a nice, cozy game. I don't know if y'all have played that one, the one with the deer and the little wolf. It's all black and white scale, and you play it couch co-op with someone to actually, to actually, like, play the game. You have to play it with someone. Um, Untitled Goose Game, I would also call. Oh, wait, hold up. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love Untitled Goose Game. Yeah. But that, that goose, that goose is not cozy. That goose is it, a little... Okay, uh, come on. You can't tell me you didn't have no cozy evening laughing, just messing <laughs> with the villagers. Come on. There's no, no stress I'm... on you. You're stressing everyone else out. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then like the... The piano keys that yeah. happen as you're moving the goose it's is really nice. It's almost like you have a live like pianist like playing as you're yeah. like, doing. Like it's so it flows so well, and like uh, my husband and I were able to play it together and like not argue, <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> which doesn't always happen. So like games like that, like Untitled Goose Game Blanc, that are yeah. like easy and just fun, you can sit on a couch cozy together and play it. I would I would count it as a cozy game. So you, you have mentioned like a couple of couch co-op games and mm -hmm. that some cozy games are puzzle games. Yeah. Would you count Portal 2 as a cozy game? I had Portal on my tier 2 Really? List. Yes. I played Portal okay. 1 and 2 on Switch. Yeah. I would count those as cozy games. I also played a game which is very similar uh, called Super Liminal as well. Oh, that one stressed me out. I'm not going to really? lie. Yeah. I play I that game at least every year since I got it, if not once or twice a year. I think it's a really cool game, but then it gets to a part that it kind of takes a turn where you didn't yeah. expect it to go. And that part kind of, I guess it threw me off. If I was mm -hmm. cozy, then it gets to that section and I'm like, Ooh, I don't, I don't know about this. Like I get the story that they're trying to tell and it works really well, mm -hmm. but because it kind of takes that left turn, it's a little unsettling. Yeah, and I think that's um, why it's a it's a game that I can handle because it's mm -hmm. like it kind of hints that it might be more sinister than mm -hmm. you think or like, oh, my God, like, am I about to come across, you know, a, an undead or someone in this room or whatever and this door closes really fast and you don't yeah. see anything? Yeah. Um, and it, yeah, you think it's going to be something else and then it turns to be not as wild as you thought it was but right. i don't know i like that's a game that i come to a lot and i had a few um more creepy style games on my list as well so uh cult of the lamb <laughs> was one on my list i don't mm -hmm. know if that's cozy i don't agree <laughs> this is this is tier two um this is one that not everyone will agree with there's farming in it but there's, there's dungeons little there's cutesy little animals. There's uh, the music's really great. But you can change the difficulty down quite a bit as well. Like if you wanted to, you don't have to make it as difficult as it is. I, I still mean, need I to play it. I, I own it. <laughs> it's so good. I feel like I've just been like, we're like scared to play it for some reason. It's not like I'm a I think my mom's going to come to my house and be like, you worshiping the devil? <laughs> Why what are, are you, you doing? sacrificing all these cute little characters? Listen, I was what, what, you're in a cult. Christ. 
<laughs> I was raised in a Church of Christ household. Like, my parents would not be thrilled, but, like, who cares? <laughs> See, I thought that was going in a different conversation. No. Yeah, all right. Like, yeah. that actually happened to you. Like, they saw you right. playing Cult of the Lamb, and they're like, don't talk to us ever again. <laughs> they, they they know what I do on the internet. They they haven't made me leave the family yet, so I think it's fine. Well, yeah. well I'm living living in sin. Now that maybe we shouldn't talk about that in this, but I'm living in sin. So I was right there with you, Johnny. I was right there. I've had those conversations. My husband and I have not always been married. Okay. <laughs> Well, because you brought up like guts and and gore, yeah, yeah, cult of the lamb. It's cutesy violence, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Flea in the Discord said, "I can understand what John Ebo is going for when he says that any game that gets you into a cozy mood is a cozy game." But I have to disagree with that. Suppose, for example, that someone is deathly afraid of flying or heights. If playing Flight Simulator fills them with inexplicable dread, does that make Flight Simulator a horror game? Or say someone is a tremendous sicko and gets some calm pleasure out of melting flesh and ripping out spines and cutting heads off and splitting people in half with all the blood and gore. Does that make Mortal Kombat a cozy game? I think he's telling on himself. Or I think they're telling on themselves here. (laughs) need to check on that person, by the way. Um, I think, for one... The first mm-hmm. bit, the flight simulator, like, would that, for that person, I would call that, yeah, that would be their version of a horror game because they're scared of it. Duh. Mm-hmm. I think, I feel like that's very, like, if I was actually scared of heights or, you know, maybe spiders and there's something that has a lot of spiders in it, um, then I obviously would, for one, I probably wouldn't purchase that game unless I just want to be a masochist and just you know, torture myself. <laughs> Let's go ahead and do that right now. Mm. Uh, uh, but it, I think that would be their version of a horror, a horror game. I think that's pretty valid in that way. And the same goes with me playing, I don't know, the game inside and thinking of it being cozy mm. for me. Yeah, I, I can see that. But I mean, there is a general consensus as to what a cozy game is. Like I wouldn't consider mm. Mortal Kombat in any no. sense, a cozy game. I mean, there's there's fighting in it. There's, uh, you know, uh, you know, gore and just mat- mature themes. I don't know. I just nobody would look at Mortal Kombat and be like, yeah, that's a cozy game. I think it's it's. I think for something to be cozy, it's more of a I like this game thing type of thing. So like. It's all in the eye of the beholder. So somebody who maybe is really good at Mortal Kombat has played the game like however many times through, maybe has played the story through a thousand times and is almost desensitized to something like that. Maybe that is their winding down game before they go to sleep and is their version of a cozy game. Um, I played Super Liminal through so many different times that the theming and like the mind bending puzzles in that game are not something I really think about now. Like I'm sure my fir- my obviously my first playthrough, I was like, whoa, I was kind of like cheesy. I was like, whoa, where are we going with this? Is this darker than I thought it was going to be? Like I thought this mm-hmm. was just a mind bending perspective type puzzle game, similar to Portal. Um, but the more I play it, it's like I can play this game in an hour. I can beat it in an hour and it's almost like a, what do I have the time for right now before I do X, Y, Z or whatever. Um, and if it's before I go to bed, I only have an hour or only have an hour and a half. Maybe Superliminal is my game of choice. Maybe Little Misfortune, which is dark theming, but it's more of just a story game, um, is my choice before I go to sleep. Like I'm not having nightmares in the middle of the night. I've played these games so many different times now that it doesn't, I'm desensitized to it. So that's what makes it more cozy for me. Obviously the first time I play it, it's not the case, but they've kind of been added to my version of cozy because I've played them through so many different times that it's almost like rewatching a show, rewatching mm-hmm. a movie. There's certain things you can throw on the TV and fall asleep to and not be upset that you've missed the main plot because you've seen it so many times. It's the same thing with that for me. But that's so little little yeah. nightmares. 
I have that on my list. It was kind of more at the bottom. It's only because I haven't finished the game that uh, I don't know if I would necessarily call it cozy, but like there's no, at least to the part that I've seen, there's no battling. You're just having to sneak. You're trying to hide. You're trying to, you have to be very calculated with certain things, especially to get across the room without being seen or heard. Mm -hmm. um, you have to time things. Like I think it's, I think it kind of resembles that puzzle aspect. So I would call puzzle games very cozy because it's more thinking versus um, battles, I guess. That was, so that was I, a... I would put that in that bucket. But it does have more of a, obviously, a darker, scarier theme than most puzzle games. That was well, the Johnny, you... debate that was going on in the Discord this week. Is a puzzle game cozy? Mm -hmm. And I do think a lot of them can be considered cozy. I know there are times where trying to solve a puzzle can be pretty stressful. But It's all in the eye of the beholder. And y'all mentioned um, a little to the left last week. Mm -hmm. And I have that on my list because for me, organizing puzzle games like that is cozy. But for somebody who is not as good at puzzle games or doesn't understand how to solve something. Or then that's organization. More, yeah, or or hates, you know, organizing. Maybe they just are like, I don't want to clean my room. Like, why would I want to clean this drawer? <laughs> yeah, I know where everything is because I haven't cleaned it. To me, it's satisfying. <laughs> it's like, oh, that, that spoon fits just perfectly in this little pin in this drawer mm -hmm. in this game. Man, that's so satisfying. Like, And that's what makes it cozy for me versus somebody else sees a whole drawer full of stuff and just throws it around, doesn't understand how to solve it. It's more stressful for them. Like, I know a cozy gamer who played, who she streamed a little to the left, and she was more stressed out than chill, where, whereas I was would be playing and I, I think I got I think I maybe had eight more puzzles in a little to the left that I haven't 100% completed because some of them have more than one solution mm. um, and so there's like a handful of ones that I haven't fully completed uh, so that's how that shows how much that I enjoyed it and was an easy chill game for me to play versus somebody else who sees that and just their brain just goes into chaos <laughs> So have you played uh, Dredge? I played the demo of Dredge, and I loved that game. The music was I... great. It had that dark undertone that I kind of, I feel like I there, some games like with a dark undertone usually vibe with me, and it's probably because I my love of Halloween. I think that's another thing, too, to give some background on myself. Um, Halloween's always been my favorite holiday. Um, so I think that says a lot about my games of choice on some of my tier twos. Um, but Dredge was so good. Like play the demo on Switch, y'all, if you haven't. I definitely highly recommend. So when we were talking about it, I'm like, I, I want to play this game. I don't do demos. Like, I don't know why I have this weird thing. I think the, the save data carries over, but I just have this weird thing. Like, I don't want to redo the same thing, mm -hmm. especially the beginning of a game, which is typically slow and I get bored real fast. Um, but I, I bought dredge and it is, I don't think it's cozy. I don't know. It's stressful. There is a time <laughs> management aspect of it, which I think this might just be a personal thing that always stresses me out and Pikmin. Mm. And that's why I don't like Majora's mask because of the time management. Um, so there, you know, it, it has an in-game clock where, you could see the time ticking and it's like faster than normal. Like it's not mm -hmm. like one second isn't a second. It's like whenever you move your boat, it, it's a, mm -hmm. it's a fishing simulator. I would say, I don't know. Yeah. In a way it's got a dark story. It is. You're, it's basically a fishing sim. Um, you do catch, eventually catch some more scary looking fish and that's, it starts getting a little weird after a while. Um, but I think that's the other thing too. Like it's, it's all, it all comes back to your comfortability and like, what are you comfortable with? Which comfort, cozy, they kind of go together. Um, so time management is another thing that people, some people do struggle with. Like, 
and not every game has the same time frame. So like something like uh, Story Seasons of Wonderful Life, I thought those days were very long. I was like, okay, I've got my tasks done like so fast. Like why, why is it only noon? <laughs> I have nothing else to do. I've talked to every villager already. Like there's nothing else to do in this game. Um, whereas something like Fay Farm, the days go by super quick and I felt like I was running out of time. It's all, it, it all depends on the game and it all depends on your comfort level. And some people struggle more so with time management. I will say there was a little bit of stressful moments from playing Dredge and that there's some creatures in there that once you, you get, um, what's it called? If you don't do certain things or sleep, um, you start to go a little bit wild in the brain and so you start seeing things in the game like actually like things start popping up and it makes it more scary and so me being a, a very careful gamer i'm like okay it's bedtime like i'm <laughs> i'm headed <laughs> i am headed to the port i am sleeping i'm not chancing it because the few times that i did i saw a terrifying creature that i had to book it from and i was not about to deal with that like i'm a baby when it comes to those <laughs> things so i play definitely on the more careful side but once i hit the zone of like what's comfortable for me playing it i was just in it and i just it got to the end of the demo and i wanted more which is a rarity for me that doesn't always happen so i do want to say like I, th I think it's really cool that you brought up that right now is kind of the movement for cozy games or is kind of a new thing i mean there's even the cozy direct is that what it's called we were trying to remember what it what the it wholesome was wholesome direct yeah wholesome direct that's mm -hmm. what it is um so right now there's this big movement for cozy games and for especially for female players playing video games that's really cool are you afraid of the word cozy being overused and like just kind of the way that we're talking right now, it seems like anything could be a cozy game. So if it gets overused or if it's used out of context or, or isn't used correctly, like, is that something that you fear of there being maybe too much? I don't, I don't think, I don't see a world where somebody uses cozy incorrectly because it's all based on their experience and what they enjoy. Mm -hmm. of what they define as cozy. Like, I'm not going to challenge somebody when they say, I don't know, maybe, maybe Metroid Dread is their cozy game. Like, I'm not going to challenge them and say, oh, but blah, 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 blah. Like, if they truly enjoy it and they are feeling cozy in the moments that they're playing that game, then mm -hmm. go off, King. <laughs> you do you. Like, that's, yeah. I'm happy for you. I don't think you can overuse the word cozy. Um, and I think those that really fully define it, like, I, I feel like, I feel like there's no true way to define it. It's, it's truly you as your own personal thing. And I, I like that it's being used more and I want it to be used more because I want it to be more, um, more available for people to use even more males, like saying that they love cozy games and them mm -hmm. defining what that is for them. Like, I want to see that more. Like, it doesn't have to be just us. Um, I want more people to use it and it be more of a, I don't even know if you can say it'd be a more defined term because I don't think there is a way to fully define it. I'm sure there will be people that define it in their own way, but that's mm -hmm. based on their experience. That's kind of why I said with me loving Halloween, a lot of mine are, some of mine are more darker themed, but that's just me. Somebody else might hate Halloween or loves Christmas. And so... Maybe one of their cozy games is the newest Outright Games Grinch uh, game that came out, which I also mm -hmm. have. I just haven't played it yet. Um, maybe that's their game of choice and that's their cozy game. Or maybe they only play uh, platformers and that's their cozy game. Maybe Hollow Knight is theirs. That's more of a difficult game for me. Like It can be cozy at points for Hollow Knight, but it's I get so flustered in that game. And Celeste, too. Like, these are games yeah. that I'm trying to play um, to get good at games, whatever <laughs> that means. I mean, um, your, your section on, on YouTube or your playlist yeah. that you have. Cozy uh, to Pro. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, I don't know. I mean, I really enjoy that, uh, mm -hmm. that content that you make. Oh, but... You just enjoy my pain. Like, I'm just, <laughs> uh. Are you doing the B side? 
of Celeste, or you just... I haven't played Celeste all the way through at all. Okay. So okay. I'm almost where I left off, um, or where I last recorded. I haven't even edited the video together yet, because I'm still going to finish that series. I'm playing three games at once, so I wouldn't um, feel overwhelmed by any of them. So Celeste, um, Hollow Knight, and Death Store. It's those three that <sighs> I'm working through. Um, they're all difficult in their own ways. I would say right now, Death Store is probably the easier out of the two. Celeste is the most difficult because I'm not good at platformers, but I want to get better at it. And so I figured I would challenge myself to some games that are just more difficult for me. And I get frustrated so easily um, that I made it into a series and forced myself to record myself playing. Otherwise, I would never play these games. Um but those, I don't know. Like, this is my first Celeste playthrough. I, I, I'm at uh, Chapter 3 in that one right now. Oh, nice. That is a difficult platformer. Just, in, like, that's one of the more, mm -hmm. I think, precise platforming games. Um, I, I, I would think that that's a lot. I think it's more challenging than, like, Mario. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I've died... Gosh, I should have had a die counter at since day like one of playing that game. It would it would be in the thousands by this point. <laughs> so I think the the biggest thing that we have learned from this conversation, even when we were talking about it last week, we were kind of going back and forth on like what is cozy and the fear that I have right now, and just even listening to what you have to say is that it could get to a point where people are gatekeeping the word cozy and what is defined cozy. And um, I don't know, like, sorry, I thought we lost you there for a second. You, you froze, so but we're, we're good. Back. We're good. I'm back. Um, yeah, I just I guess I'm afraid that people are going to start gatekeeping what cozy is because it's not a defined genre like a platformer mm -hmm. or a shooter or uh, a roguelike or something like that. I think you're going to have gatekeeping in anything. Yeah, that's always going to happen. Um, I'm always on the side of why keep people from doing what they want to do or enjoy. Yeah. Like if they want to be a part of this and they have their own definition of it, then that's completely fine. But I, there's just no way we're going to keep people from gatekeeping what their version of quote unquote cozy is. Cause there's mm -hmm. going to be those that define it a certain way. Um, I would argue they're defining it for themselves. Um, not necessarily as a collective. They might have a lot of friends that also define it very similar, but that's why they're friends. They enjoy similar games. I think mm -hmm. that's kind of how friends end up being friends, you know? Yeah. Um, one friend can find another that, that has similar opinions on stuff. Um, but for me, like, I don't, I don't ever want to gatekeep it. And there's a lot of, uh, there's a few cozy gamers that I follow and watch their YouTube content specifically because they have such a wide range of games. There's some that have more defined um, genres that they play, but then there's others that will play like a, a Bayonetta game or um, I had a Bayonetta Cereza and the Lost Demon on my list as a possible tier two because it's not like the usual Bayonetta games. Mm -hmm. And like Xenoblade Chronicles would be somebody else's cozy game because if they can put so many hours into it and they just love the soundtrack for what is really good. Um, but they put all this like love and just so much time in something that they define it as cozy. So it's going to happen regardless, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Um, I hope not, but it'll happen just like every, you know, somebody's always got to ruin something, you know? <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. But uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I hope that we continue to see it to grow. And I, I mean, I think we are, especially with how well the Switch was received and that it, it was it is a handheld. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of people can play on the go or in their bed or, you know, watching TV, but they can still play a game. Like, I think that helps as well for something to be a cozy game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, if I can do, if I can watch Gilmore Girls and play something on the couch at the same time, yeah. oh yeah, favorite night ever. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, a lot of people, you know, consider the Switch handheld, and they're like, yeah, oh, you probably never go outside. I'm like, no, I never go outside. I play on the couch, 
or in mm-hmm. my bed, you know. That's that's how I use handheld mode. I don't necessarily take it anywhere. Mm-hmm. I've maybe taken it twice to places, but no. I'm just I'm just here, a lump on the couch. Being a I've couch taken it <laughs> several times onto a plane and I've never played it. Like I'm, I always think, yeah, this will be a good game for the plane, and then I end up like watching a movie or you something. Tried being that one guy in the Nintendo commercial. Yeah, couldn't do yep. it. I Man, played. Not, uh, I'm not that cool. I played Sonic <laughs> Frontiers on a plane, um, mm. and it was like a two-hour flight, and it was like the first boss fight in that game, and it took me the whole two hours. To beat this stupid boss fight because I didn't understand what it wanted me to do. And now I can't play that game ever because it just leaves a bad taste in my mouth. It wasted my whole flight on one wow. boss. Yeah. Spoken like a real Mario fan. <laughs> well, so, yeah. I mean, there are no such th- things as good Sonic games. So Sonic stresses me out. So I would not count Sonic as a cozy game for me. I played the demo of the latest Sonic game, and I was like, nope. Yeah. Nope, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I uh, This probably is bi- bias coming out, but I don't I don't get the, the hype for Sonic. I just don't understand it. Uh, I did want to... It moves wanna, too fast. <laughs> but it moves too fast, but then it wants you to explore. It doesn't make any sense. I don't know why they would do it that way. I don't know. So I did want to shout out some people that left comments because I mean they all pretty much say the same thing. Well, similar thing. They're just describing what a cozy game to them is. Uh, like uh, no less guy says, cozy in my books is a game where you can't lose. Uh, Gotham says a cozy game is any game that gets your mind off the stresses of life and puts you in a warm, happy place. I agree. Mm-hmm. The jailer says Elder Scrolls games are my go-to cozy game. I can see that. You can sink a lot of time, like just sink a lot of yeah. time and zone out in those. And then, uh, Jeff Toydvania says, cozy games are typically games where the activities that you do aren't super urgent where the game isn't super focused on action. And I, uh, on, on Twitter, I was talking to somebody, I forget who it was, but I was talking about how, I always try to min-max everything. Like, I try to min-max Animal Crossing, so I try to pay off that loan as fast as possible. And going thinking back on it, like, yeah, maybe I shouldn't try to min-max everything. Even with Dredge, like, I'm trying to figure out how to get, like, the better boats as fast as I can when I should just be, like, taking it day by day, just catching fish and then getting it as it comes along. But I always feel this urgency... Maybe because of the other games that I've played. I never play anything quickly. I, it's, my list of games that I've actually finished is very short. <laughs> oh, mine too, but i that's for a different reason. <laughs> <laughs> I did 100%. See, see, I 100% at Mario in three days. Yeah. So, Cheesy, did you ever beat that last level? Uh, I think that's all the time that we have. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, uh, thanks for everybody commenting. Thanks, Lockleth, for coming on. Uh, it was great to hear your perspective. And now I'm just going to call every game that I play cozy. Bloodborne. Where's my... Cozy. Bloodborne? Yeah. <laughs> Lockleth, where can people find you? Uh, y'all can find me on on the internet, I guess. Uh, on X, Twitter, Lockleth, TWT. It's TWT because Twitter. That's why Twitter will never die. Okay. <laughs> Lockleth TWT at the end. Um, or on Instagram at Lockleth. If you want to see Animal Crossing photos, you can go follow me over there. That's where all of those are at. Or on YouTube at Lockleth. And then, of course, as part of Harpool Gaming as well. So follow us on uh, on YouTube because I'm on the Nintendo Drive every usual Tuesday. So Yeah. It, great people over there. Great podcast. We love what you guys do. So thank you for uh, for being on and yeah. telling us what cozy games are. Just as you were talking, it's it's a very different sound than what 
Johnny and I, like, we're pretty what were you gonna loud, say? I What were you going to say? I'm just saying that you are very loud and everybody <laughs> and has to close their ears when you talk. But then <laughs> Lockleth comes on and it's just very cozy and just like, I don't know. I just, the whole time, it was just like a good vibe. And I'm, I'm just glad that we were able to get you onto the show. Yes. Thank y'all for inviting me. And I've heard that I should read audiobooks or something. That's what people have told me. Oh, yeah. So, I could, I could I hear know. that. I could hear that. That's, uh... Yeah, get that bag. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Johnny Bo everywhere. Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, the Nintendo Powercast. Uh, what about you, Cheesy? Uh, you can find me on TikTok, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, YouTube, CheesyC64, C-H-E-E-Z-Y-C-64, and the Nintendo Powercast. Thanks for listening.